it's the Macho Man Randy Savage calling you from heaven, letting you know the Queen Sylvie Show is the number one show up there. I mean, everybody listens. Oh, yeah. So you tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. the One Piece. Central Standard Time. The Queen Sylvie Show, Randy Savage. Oh, Coming to you live on the Fishbowl Radio Network from the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, it's the Queen Sylvie Show, starring Smooth Tim and the magical, magnificent, magnanimous queen herself, Queen Sylvie. Good morning and welcome to the Queen Sylvie Show. This is Smooth Tim and... Welcome to another terrific Tuesday. It is now my absolute pleasure to introduce to you the world's sexiest granny, everyone's favorite comedian, Queen Sylvie. 
Yes, yes, it is me, Queen Sylvie. And break it down. Hey, Dick. <laughs> yes, it is. Hey, I know yes, who that Queen. is. Yes, how are you? How are you indeed? Hold the line just to hold the lines just two seconds. Okay, as I welcome everyone to the Queen Sylvie show. It is a lovely day here in Arlington, Texas, as I look out the window and see the birds smiling. Oh, yes, they are as they fly by. And they're even happier that Ray made his call in, too. Oh, they're really Everybody's smiling. happy today. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, without further ado, allow me to introduce my buddy pal and 2016-2017 co-host of the year, Smooth Tim. Hey, Tim. Good morning, Queen, and how are you today? <laughs> As always, super califragilistic. Fragilistic, I yes, suppose. It's yes. 24-7-365. Mm-hmm. Queen Sylvie, may I, I say that you are simply... Amazing. amazing. Yes, yes I you am. Are. Amazing. But you know what else is amazing, Smooth Tim, is this amazing lineup of guests that we have on the show today, don't we? You know what? We have in studio with us Richmond Punch. Richmond is a violinist extraordinaire out of the Dallas area. Yes. We also have online with us today country music legend, icon, Ray Wiley Hubbard. That's right. Ray Wiley Hubbard on the show today. Yes. And let me give some quick shout-outs to our analytics from last week's show, Queen, before we get things started, to the people in the United States, Australia, the United Kingdom, Germany, Mexico, Ireland, Venezuela, France, Shout out. Singapore, yes. Africa. It's amazing. We appreciate you calling in yes, and tuning do. in no matter what time of the day or night it is. Yes, indeed. And thank I you for enjoying our show. Thank you all. It's going to be a terrific Tuesday here. I'm glad to have you all here. Stay tuned. We got some goodness in store. Oh, I can't wait to share everything that we have on this terrific Tuesday. I hope it is great where you are. We will be going at the 12 o'clock hour Facebook Live, and I'll fill you in on more of that there. I want to give a shout-out before I begin uh, with Mr. Ray Wally Hubbard to my granddaughter, Brianna, who just turned 17. She graduated at the age of 16, and, and next week she begins college. So she came down to stay with us for a week, and I enjoyed myself. Shout-out to my daughter, Shanika who came down and joined in on the fun over this past weekend. Uh, I have shout-outs that everyone is more than welcome to give, and I will give those shout-outs at the 12 o'clock hour. You can log on to Facebook under Sylvie Starks or Tim McGiffin. You're more than welcome to go to QueenSylvie at comic.com to leave any questions, comments for our guests here today, or to leave a shout-out that I'll gladly represent and do for you today on this terrific Tuesday. We have Ray Wiley Hubbard, who is next right now on the show, first on the show. And if you have any questions, the lines are now sealed all for Ray Wiley Hubbard but you're more than welcome to leave your questions right now to us on Facebook under Sylvie Starks Tim McGiffin or go to QueenSylviaComic.com I got the lines open over here waiting for those questions as I welcome Mr. Ray Wiley Hubbard to the Queen Sylvie show well I'm glad to be here authentically one of a kind a true legend indeed (laughs) Yeah, laugh because you know it's true, right? <laughs> With an exception, well, still still trying to make some rock and some country music, some blues, you know. Yeah, but you're doing it very, very well. With an exceptionally interesting and successful music career, career, Americana, outlaw, country, blues, rock singer, master songwriter, guitarist, and author, still still raising a bar and releasing the best music of his life from Wimberley, Texas. I introduce to you. 
Ray Wally Hubbard. Yes, yes. I know that I could have continued to say a lot of things about Ray Wally Hubbard, but, you know, I find I like when I have guests that's on the show and they are Googleable. <laughs> yeah, I'm Googleable. Yeah, you know you're something when you're Googleable. That's that my favorite tongue twister word there. But, you know, I want to start out by giving a shout out and much respect to your partners and true team players, your wife, Judy, and your son, Lucas, because it is important to have someone on your side that has your back and is also on your team like my co-host Smooth Tim is. So by all means, shout out to your team. Well, uh, well thank you. Yeah, I, I tell people if it wasn't for Judy, I would have everything I own in a shoebox and be looking for a happy hour gig. <laughs> <laughs> but you would be doing very well at that. Really, she really takes care of us and, you know, keeps... Uh, Keeps, uh, keeps me dog paddling in the uh, show business ocean, <laughs> so I'm not thinking, you know. But no, I'm very, very grateful for her and uh, and and what she does. You know, she doesn't get a lot of recognition, but I, you know, she does cash the checks. Yeah, well, you know, I've done my homework, and I know that she's a strong individual, a strong, supportive, loving individual, and though they're hard to come by. So, yeah, you got something good with that. Smooth Tim just left out to uh, to run out of the studio. I was going to introduce you to him. Also, yeah. also in studio is a violinist extraordinaire. He'll be doing live performance later in the show. His name is Mr. Richmond Punch. This is uh, Ray Wiley Hubbard. Hello. Hi. hi. Ray, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I'm down here in Wimberley, Texas. Y'all are in Arlington, is that right? Yes, we are actually sitting right now looking over at Six Flags. We are across from Six Flags in Arlington. Oh, well, great, 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 great. Yeah, well, well cool. Nice to meet you. And Smooth Tim just returned, so Smooth versus Ray. Ray, hi. How are you, sir? I was out I'm checking just... the levels. <laughs> exactly. How did you get the name Smooth Tim? <laughs> now that that's an, now we had a gentleman that was on the show before, and somehow he made a comment throughout our conversation. I believe just the way I talk on the radio. I'm not sure. Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, that sounds pretty smooth." And you should. And I'm like, <laughs> right. And it stuck. Well, you know, Wiley came to you a different way too, if I'm not mistaken, Ray. I do what now? Did your middle name? How did you get the Wiley in in your name? Well, uh, my my dad had five brothers when I was uh, born, and they put all their names in a hat, and I, they pulled out, I was named after my Uncle Raymond and my Uncle Wiley, and my mother tells me I was lucky I wasn't named Roscoe Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I love your humor because, you know, if ever you get tired of making music, I swear you have a career as a comedian as well. <laughs> because well, well, I have fun with it. It's still a joy for me. You know, like, yeah. I'm an old cat, baby, but it's still a joy. And I get out there and, uh, you know, I, I feel very fortunate, you know, that, uh, you know, that uh, I get to write these songs. I can write about whatever I want. I'm not writing because I have a publishing deal. I'm not running, trying to get anybody to uh, record them. I'm just writing because, oh, well, there's a snake for him. I'll write about that. Right, and right. 
<laughs> and it's a hit indeed. But I want people to know right now with my conversation with Ray Wiley Hubbard that this is really conversation part one. Because, um, you know, not only am I a fan and admire you, but I know that you are a legend. And I want your story and your life and your music to go to the fullest on the show. So hopefully we'll have you here soon one day in Studio Live. But let's start, um, Ray, by you telling me how uh, did music and your passion for music begin? Well, uh, my, my father was uh, um, an English teacher. I was born up in uh, in southeastern Oklahoma, and he was an English teacher. We moved to Dallas when I was about eight years old, and so uh, he got me into literature. In fact, I remember when I was when I was young, he wouldn't read me the Three Little Pigs; he'd read me the Raven, you know. And then so he got me into literature, and he very early he would have me read Last of the Mohicans or Three Musketeers. Tell it to him, and he would get me into that. So. That's very important. And then in high school, I went to high school in Oak Cliff at Adamson High School, and a fellow named Michael Murphy was uh, uh, a senior there, and he got me into kind of folk music. And so uh, uh, I got a guitar and a, met a couple other guys. We formed a little band and played around and went up to New Mexico for a, a summer, and uh, I've just been doing it ever since. Was that band you're talking about uh does it punk cowboys or cow punk? What is the name of that? No, there was a band first there called Three Faces West. Ah. Was a folk group. And uh, went up to New Mexico. And then and then I was in a band called the Cowboy Twinkies. Which, the Twinkies, we, that's it. <laughs> that's it. While we in talent, we made up for an attitude. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we would, uh, we did everything from Merle Haggard to Let's Up. You know, we were just... Uh, Oh, I don't know, twenty, twenty-three years old, and just, uh, uh, just, just kind of roared with our music. We just, we did all kinds of music. So, and then, uh, you know, started writing songs, and uh, and just like I say, been doing it ever since. But like you say, is is I do have fun with it. It's still a joy for me. I love getting on stage and saying some goofy stuff and seeing, hearing people laugh, right? Sing along, have fun. It's a great feeling. I, 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 too, hit the stage, but not for singing, for comedy. But it is a joy to know that you have a gift, that you can make a difference to the world. Now, your music makes a difference. Your humor brings smiles. And, and, and this, it, it feels good to just walk away from that. You just finished doing something that I admire that you do, and I know I will not grace this stage. And, and it was just July where you were in the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, it's uh, at seventy-two. I made my debut at the Grand Ole Opry, which uh, you know I didn't want to peak too soon. <laughs> <laughs> what was and, that uh, like? But that was uh, that was really a treat. I was at the uh, I guess the Nashville airport about a year ago, and I'm walking in the airport, and I hear this Ray Wiley. I turn around, and she goes, "It's Pam Tillis. I recognize the back of your head." <laughs> so, uh, so there's, I guess, there's benefits to cutting your own hair. And, uh, so we, she said, "You want to write some songs?" We wrote a couple of songs. She said, "Have you ever been on the Grand Ole Opry?" And I said, "No, I never have." She said, "Well, let me talk to them." And then, uh, so then we had a, uh, went to the Grand Ole Opry, and it was really a really a thrill. It really was. That was really nice. Um, what's the song that you played when you were there? Did you play Snake Farm? I did Snake Farm primarily because uh, Pam Tillis said, I'll get you on the opera if you play Snake Farm. <laughs> yeah, Snake so, Farm. Uh, Go ahead. Now, I believe, isn't there somebody very, very famous that just loved Snake Farm and wanted to collaborate <laughs> with you on that? Well, uh, there's 
it's there's a if you got just a second, I'll tell you a really brief, weird little story. Is uh, uh, my my friend texted me? I guess about five six years ago and said. Ringo Starr is talking about you on his website. So I go to his website, and he's talking about Ringo who he's Starr. listening to. Like, <laughs> here's something George Martin sent me about the Beatles, and here's the other. Fell in Texas, Ray Wally Hubbard Snake Farm. Ooh. I go, wow. <laughs> and then I get this phone call. It says, right, about three months later, I said, Ray, this is Joe Walsh, and I've been listening to Snake Farm. Ringo turned me on to Snake Farm, and... I know that's a Gretsch duo jet you're playing, but what kind of amp is it? And so I told him so. Right into, you know, and then he said, well, come on up. I want to meet you. So we had dinner. And uh, and then uh, next time I played out in California, I'm playing a little club out there. And this guy shows up named Brent Carpenter. And he says, Ringo's playing the Greek theater, and he wants to meet you. So I went out there and met Ringo. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, uh, then really, this really weird. Judy's opening the mail, and all of a sudden she goes, "Oh Lord, I got to lose fifteen pounds by February." <laughs> I go, "Why?" Because we got a wedding to Joe Walsh and Marjorie Box wedding. Wow! And I go, "What?" So by that time I had Joe Walsh's number, so I called him up and I said, "Joe, I've got an uh, invitation to to your wedding." He said, "Yeah, I was staying out in Ringo Starr's guest house after my <laughs> divorce, and Ringo came out and said." You need to hear this song called Snake Farm by this guy in Texas. So I go in there <laughs> and ring up Snake Farm for me, and all of a sudden Barbara Bach comes in with her sister Marjorie Bach. Marjorie Bach starts dancing. We make eye contact. We fall in love, and Snake Farm's our song. And we want you to be at the wedding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Snake Farm um, is a really great song, I'm telling you. The influence you can have in the world, right? Right. <laughs> Well, you know, the thing is, there's old snake farm down here in New Braunfels. I've probably driven by it 10,000 times. <laughs> One day, I went, ooh, God, it just sounds nasty. Snake farm just sounds, you know, I got the chorus. And I said, well, what am I going to do with this? So I'll, I'll make it a love song. <laughs> I'll make it about a man who's in love with a woman. <laughs> He doesn't like snakes, but she works at the snake farm. <laughs> and you start thinking about it, you know, and she'd like malt liquor, and she'd have, like, the bandy alarm. She'd dance like Little Egypt, you know, and so it so it just, you never know where these songs are going to come from, you know? Yeah. And, um, as, you know, it's like you never second-guess inspiration. Whenever the aha, you know, hits, you just write it. That's you know? right. So like I say, I feel very fortunate that Judy lets, she says, you write whatever you want to write, and, make the records you want to make. She says, I'll try to sell things. So I feel very fortunate as a writer that I can write about, you know, Charlie Musselwhite or Jesse McCann Pill or Snake Farm or mm-hmm. whatever, you know? Absolutely, I absolutely. <laughs> I guess that's the, you know, so you never know what's going to happen. Like you say, Tim, you never know what. But the thing is, it's, it's I'm still trying to contribute with my music rather than, you know, just what I can get. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. That, it's, that's not what it's all about. Yeah, it really is. It's just like I try to write a song that maybe makes somebody smile. Or yes, make somebody... that's what it's about. Making a difference yeah. in somebody's life. It really is. And I've had a number of people come up and, uh, you know, just talk about different songs that certain lines mean something to them. I got a song called Mother Blues, which is an old nightclub there in Dallas. And, it, you know, it's in... Judy was the door girl there when she was 16, and I didn't really know her. 
back then, but it was just a funky old club. And <laughs> and the last the last line of that song is uh, the days I keep my gratitude higher than my expectations. I have really good days, and so that's what I try to you know have each day be grateful for each day absolutely that is absolutely one of my i think maybe my number one song that i like it mother i love that song <laughs> uh, yeah it's uh it was you know it kind of starts off kind of raunchy <laughs> that's all right. but you know what i you know what i hear in that song i hear the story of ray wiley hubbard well it's you know i did uh thank you very much because that, that song like i say i, I feel you know, it, Judy was the door girl there, and there was an old guy there, got Les Paul, and we used to hang around there with some, you know, kind of rowdy guys and, you know, uh, wild women, and then I kind of turned my life around and met Judy, and um, and uh, like I say, each day that I'm, I'm grateful, I, I'm very grateful for each day. You know, you've written many, many songs, many hits, and you like you guys are talking about this song, but is it a song that you wrote that actually, accurately represents you, Ray, as an individual? Oh, gosh. Well, it's an old song I wrote called The Messenger. When I, I you know, I've told this story before. I got clean and sober when I was 41, and, um, and I've also mentioned, too, that Steve Ray Vaughn was very inspirational and get me into recovery and so uh there's a song called the messenger where the the idea is that we carry this message like uh our you know our fear one of the lines of there's our fears are like dragons guarding our most precious treasures that if we overcome this fear there's these treasures on the other side primarily because for a long time i had this fear like well what's life going to be if i can't drink <laughs> you know right and so it was a very natural fear and so that that's on the messenger is pretty much um i guess my philosophy or whatever that i you try see. to carry that message to people that you know overcome your fear and there's these treasures on the other side of it well, you know, I read something that uh, you quoted when you said about Stevie Ray Vaughan, who I'm a good fan of as well. Uh, you know, he was a big inspiration and a part of your recovery. And you said something like um, you liked it uh, with Stevie because most artists, when they go through what you we, what you went through, they come out of it and they go to maybe. Uh oh, uh oh, break it down. Ray, are you there? Oh, I lost you. I'm sorry. Oh, that's quite all right. I like talking to myself. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't answer myself. <laughs> he does it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I do it yeah. all the time. But I was mentioning something that I read that you said about when you were going through what you was going through, and and uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan was a, a big part and an inspiration in it all. What you liked it was that when when Stevie went through what he went through, he came out still doing what he loved and his passion and most you said come out and go to the 700 club and i thought that was really <laughs> i thought that was really funny what you said on that well it, it is kind of funny you know i say it it was just like you know stevie ray came out and he still had this edge and a bite and a you know his soul he just was just uh you know on fire and so um you like to say one of those fears i had like well if i get clean and sober i'm just gonna end up a square <laughs> you know that's <laughs> funny. That, well i am in a way but you know what i mean and so that was the thing about the fear of this we have this 
fear of something and then we overcome it and then uh we we look back and go that fear was just a a paper tiger it was just it, it can't hurt us you know and so that's that's kind of how that came about you know yeah yeah well i'm glad that you're still here you're, you're making some of the best music that i've ever heard oh. um and and plus you you're showing these young bucks how to grind you know that's one of their words grinding <laughs> you know getting out here doing your thing hitting the road oh you have so many beat that they can learn a lot from just taking that passion it, it's it's a passion i mean i don't know what it is you've been in the industry for many decades what's your drive what's your driving force to has you keep keep going well i feel very fortunate to have seen lightning hawkins and mance lipscomb and freddie king and ernest tubb and towns and i mean i've seen some incredible musicians and like when i was very very young to to go see lightning hubs just lightning hawkins uh real close in a club was just uh it was powerful and um so i you know like i say i try to uh you know, and like Mance Lipscomb was just one of the most sweetest kind of cats ever. He showed me a little thumb lick, you know, when I guess I was 19 or 20 at a little club up in Oklahoma City. And uh, he just took the time to show me a little a little lick with my doing my thumb. And I went, ow. And, I, and so to me, it, it's still about, uh, it, it's kind of like you, in order to keep it, you got to give it away, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like. Yeah. Uh, and so that's, so I enjoy you know, run around some of these young guys and say, "We have to do this lick. Here's an E chord that's kind of cool," and and um, and and sharing and try to you know let it carry on. You know, mm-hmm. that makes sense in a way. So before I play Snake Farm, I have a question that was sent in from you, Benny H. from Shreveport, Lu- Shreveport, excuse me, Louisiana. Acts, have yeah. you ever performed somewhere you didn't like? Oh gosh. Uh, I feel very fortunate lately. I've, uh, uh, like I say, I still enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I had some early gigs that were very weird, but I can't <laughs> really think of one that I really disliked. <laughs> right. There were a couple of, you know, clubs where we got shorted, and there was a, a club out in East Texas where we opened for a wrestling bear. You know, but <laughs> that's just part of it. Right, so that's I can't right. Really, I really can't think of any place that I really dislike playing. They were all different. You right. know, some of them were, there was a small audience, or some of them the audience was a little, uh, you know, noisy or whatever. But, you know, I yeah. did nothing that I really disliked. I don't like any places that pay me my money. <laughs> don't pay yeah. <laughs> Right? They're all good yeah. with me. But 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 um, Snake Farm, which album is Snake Farm on? Uh, well, it's actually on the album title Snake Farm. Okay. Okay, when's it that way enough? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, well, I love the song. <laughs> and I want the world to continue to love it. Let me just introduce to you Ray Raleigh Hubbard and Snake Farm on the Queen Sylvie Show. Kinda looks like Tempest Storm She can dance like a little Egypt She works down at the snake farm Snake farm It just sounds nasty Snake farm Pretty much is snake farm It's 
bet you like going ooh, ooh. you do that so well yeah <laughs> you do that. well you know it's like uh you, you say you never second guess inspiration right never, yeah. and uh you just kind of let it happen you know yeah so when you're writing a song ray what's the first thing that you look for you know what's your formula well it's uh you never know when it's going to happen you know it's, it's kind of like sometimes it's like waiting around for the phone to ring you know when you, you the phone rings you pick it up and you go oh okay that's a aha that'd be a good idea for a song so it's just uh 
You know, it, songwriting pretty what much is. I'm, sh- I'm sure your other guests, Richmond, will understand that uh, mm-hmm. that it's it, that it's inspiration plus craft. Mm-hmm. You know, the inspiration is you go, oh, okay, that'd be a good idea for a song, and then the craft is taking that idea and then kind of making it fit. Uh, you know, I guess the laws of music or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I would know, agree with that very much. It, and, and like I say, I don't want to. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't know the procedure on your show here. Uh, but I don't want to take away from your other guests, you know. I've been uh, checking checking him out, man. I, you know, <laughs> checking you he's, out. he's been checking you out. I come yeah. in to work, and he was already I'm here. checking you out. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like that, I don't want to hog the show, but, God, mm-hmm. man, cause, yeah, I checked uh, Man, yeah. I'm I'm not done with you. You you're not even we oh, have, Okay, well I'm we, not trying to get off. I yeah, it's not my time. No, <laughs> no, he he <laughs> is a fan. Of, he's a fan. He wants he to find out more about you. He's over here. You know the di- you know the difference between a violin and a fiddle? No, but I bet you do. <laughs> no, it's a violin when you're trying to sell it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's a new one. Whoa. <laughs> that is very interesting. Yeah, you, know, you know, it's a fiddle when you want to buy it, but if you're trying to sell it, it's a violin because oh, wow. you know, classier. <laughs> I was originally going to bring that. a violin today. I left it at home. Yeah, yeah. He have a big light bulb on top of his head right now as we speak. Mm. <laughs> and go buy a couple fiddles, <laughs> sell some violins. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, we're enjoying our com- violin. <laughs> we're enjoying our conversation with Ray Raleigh Hubbard. Again, you're more than welcome to send any questions or comments you have for him via Messenger on Facebook under Sylvie Starks Queen uh, Smooth Tim, excuse me, or you can send it to Queen Sylvia Comic com Ray, you do have a uh let me get to it a couple of more questions that was sent in guitar mac okay. his name is guitar mac from detroit michigan he says yeah. myself at 63 i'm ready to slow down from traveling and bar scene stage work how the heck are you staying are you still packing houses and going strong what's your secret well gosh uh it's uh like I say, it's still a joy for me. You know, the traveling, sometimes airports and all that uh, is, you know, a hassle. But, you know, getting getting to the gig and getting on stage and seeing people smile and 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 react and be a part of that, you know, that's that's that makes it worthwhile. But the thing I've found for me, you know, like I say, is is is, is the songwriting. As an old cat, that's been I've been still writing songs and still trying to. Uh, you know, I don't want to be like a nostalgia act. You know what I mean? I yeah. keep trying to 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 move forward and, and and keep writing and 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 learning new things too. This is really a kind of a thing I, I forgot That's that that you got a at age forty two. You know, after I got clean and sober, I said I really want to learn how to play guitar. So I got I learned took lessons and learned how to finger pick. You know, and learned Lightning Hopkins and and John Lee Hooker and learned those licks, and then. Uh, and then I learned open tunings, and then I learned slide guitar, and then I got a mandolin. And by learning new things, that gives the song a door to come through that wasn't there before. Ah, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, like I say, by learning uh, open G, I got all these uh, cool songs that I wouldn't have gotten if I hadn't learned it. Or now I got a mandolin, and I got some other songs. So, you know, Judy says that's great as long as I don't try to learn how to play banjo. <laughs> so, well, I play spoons you know. and I'm proud of it. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> you know, I can't play the guitar, the banjo, but uh, yeah. You have a question. Richmond yes, Punch sir. has a question yes, for sir. you. Yes, sir. Speaking of being a yeah. multi-instrumentalist, uh, I basically have heard that in the industry that you can't get as much work in uh, blues and country unless you played multiple instruments. So for a long time, I thought I was going to get a, you know, I'm from Texas, you know, a country gig, wow. violin, which never kind of happened. But now I've kind of, I, I, like you said, learning, I became a multi-instrumentalist using electronics and trying to learn how to be a utility player. What, mm. like, what are your thought, thoughts on, on that? Well, it's, question. I, I think, I think it's great. It's, it's like keep learning new things. It's otherwise, you know, I mean, I, it's like I say, you know, I'm an old cat, but I've just still learned different tunings. I just learned open C and, 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 and it, it, and it gives you more doors to go through, I think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like if I just stayed with just the guitar, there's that, mm-hmm. that one door, guitar door, but, uh, learning, as you, as you say, Richard, I mean, you know, like a, other electronic instruments and and i'm an old cat i'm still i'm just now kind of really learning about recording too mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that gives different doors to go through to uh to us you know to uh kind of enforce you know to, re, uh, to reinforce your career mm-hmm. so i think it's i think it's very wise uh, i had one more question had you ever written for or or your music been featured in film yes it has it's been uh really uh uh, uh, yes, I have. It's uh, like it's uh, uh, it's also on the TV show Sons of Anarchy, and then uh, I was in the movie. I had a song called "Dust of the Chasers" in the movie Hell or High Water, mm-hmm. and then um, gosh, what else? Uh, He's Googleable. Uh, <laughs> Squid Billy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Squid yeah, Billy, Hell or High Water with I'm uh, do that. Uh, Jim uh, Bridges. I mean, I mean, whoever it is, but you know, but. Uh, yeah, that was in there. So yeah, it's it's and it's really uh, it, it's it's quite a treat, you know, to 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 go and see a movie and hear hear your song and <laughs> and then uh, there was like I say a couple of TV shows. Well, it goes even further than that, uh, Richmond Punch, because Ray Wally is even a cartoon character. I've seen oh, wow. the yeah. he he does the yeah, same. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't hide from that one. This guy is a busy guy. He the new theme song for the adult film uh, cartoon Squid Billies. Have you seen that? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool too. I don't know how you. Yeah, you make out. a good cartoon. <laughs> Yeah, you make a Do cool. What now? I said you was a good-looking car too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know it's kind of one of those things. You spend your whole life trying to be a, a sensitive songwriter, and then you end up a cartoon. But then again, the Beatles were in cartoons. They were cartoons. You know, they did Yellow Submarine. So it's, it it has a, a status to it. Yes, it does, sir. Yes, it does. <laughs> One more question that was sent in to you is from Paul Harold from Westchester, Pennsylvania. He says, I know you still have your gold top, but what was and do you still have your first guitar? No, I still got my Les Paul gold top, but my first guitar was just an old silver tone, just a, a, like a $13 or something from Sears, I think. And the action was horrible. It was really hard to play. And, uh, but it just, you know, but it, and it was, and so that, I do not have that guitar, no telling where that is. And then, uh, but I do, I do have some guitars that I've had for, uh, you know, a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, uh, they're, uh, uh, 
you know, Judy says, how come you got so many guitars? Hmm. How come you got so many black shoes? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, you only need one. Well, you just need one pair of shoes then. That is a good point. (laughs) I have no idea where that first guitar is. That is a good point. And as a matter of fact, that point you just made about the black shoes is going to give me some more dresses. <laughs> like, why you got all those shirts? Well, I need yeah. more dresses then, Jake. I, I got a question. What was the first song that Ray Wiley Hubbard wrote? And would you ever do it with something with it? Oh, gosh. No. Oh, let me think real quick. Yeah, pick his brains, Tim. It's picking your brains. Man. Oh, no, man. The first song, I think the the first, you know, 10 or 20 songs were just really were just kind of learning you know i really didn't really consider them you know so i would kind of drop them because i go well that's not really right and so but to answer your question i have no idea what the first song was was, um i think the first real record i did in my my opinion was it was an album called loco gringos when i was in actually in my 40s because I'd, I'd kind of had some dead ends, you know, when I was younger with uh, Warner Reprise, and that didn't work out. And I was on Lone Star Records, which was Willie's label, but all those guys stole the money and left. And not Willie, but his record company people. <laughs> Understood. And so they were all kind of underfunded, dead end projects. And so the first real record I did was an album called Loco Gringos, where I could take it and look you in the eye and say, here's my record. You know, mm-hmm. all the other ones had excuses duct taped to them. Mm-hmm. Well, then we'll say that's your first uh, real song. Yeah, we'll count that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, they just, they were, they were under, like I say, underfunded. We had to mix 11 songs in 10 hours, and there were just little things that weren't, uh, like I say, they came with excuses. Mm-hmm. But Loco Gringos, after I got clean and sober, they said, well, here it is. Take it or leave it. I, I'm okay with it. Right. So, yeah, but to answer your question, I have no idea what the first song I wrote was. Well, you know, throughout your career, uh, like you just mentioned, you've worked with multiple record labels. Uh, I believe you're currently, you and Judy manage Bordello Records. Yes, Bordello Records. I can't tell you what I am. Oh, no, that's all right. <laughs> but, you know. She named it. <laughs> That's a good name. But from your knowledge, though, Ray, and your experience, what pointers or words of advice can you provide for these young artists who is contemplating signing to a label? Because things are not the same as it was back in the day. You know, we used to go mm-hmm. with the vinyls and the 8-tracks and yes. the CDs, and now it's different. So signing is a little bit different and precautious. Any words of advice can you give? Well, it's, it's for, for me, it's, it's, it's learning about, like, the business of music, like learning about publishing, that was really important. I mean, when I was young, I signed some publishing contracts. I didn't know what they were. I didn't know what it did. And so Judy came in, and she really learned the publishing business. And that's for any songwriter, any musician that's writing compositions or anything, is learn about publishing so you can protect that song, you know, because... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really important. It's it's like learning about the mechanicals and and licensing and and all that because that's so important, especially like say now as you mentioned, not like within the movies and 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 radio and TV. It's just and also like say we we uh, owning your own masters too. Like I say, which is used to be you would sign with a contract and the record company wouldn't own those, mm-hmm. but but now you can lease the masters and. You and like I say, we make, we 
make the records ourselves and pay for ourselves and we we own it and we lease it to a distributor mm-hmm. and all that but it's really important to learn the business of music because man i tell you what it's uh it, it it's it's not just a financial uh loss you know of of you know of that but it's it's just uh protecting what you've created and so that's very important i tell all these you know and judy does has helped a lot of young writers going no don't oh, yeah. sign that here do this and and be be very careful and protective of of what you create oh yes i think somebody uh, wasn't hendrix is one of the most famous people i know that lost his music hmm. yeah and i mean and it's so i mean all those uh muddy waters and london hopkins and all those cats you know they were if you look at uh i think in chuck berry i think leonard chess has himself listed as a songwriter on the on the, wow. i can't remember which song it is come on but you know it's wow. really and, and and like when i was young i didn't know i had no idea about any of that stuff and uh but but it's really important to uh protect what the things that you create and that is great, great advice because the difference, I think, with some of the young artists is, you know, first of all, do you, do you Ray, feel intimidated at all, you know, like uh, pressure to produce at a certain level or intimidated by the change in how technology has changed so much? And some of these younger uh, artists think that they're uh, a legend because they can flick the button and pop a video or something, you know. Yeah, it, I mean it's 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 really like I say I'm I'm kind of uh, I'm I'm an old cat and I still like you know uh, I don't use auto tune. In fact, a lot of my records when we mix them, we take out the lip smacks. Like if I'm singing a song and I'll smack my lips, I take <laughs> yeah. those out. But I leave in coughs and string noises and sixty cycle hums and drum squeaks because that's I mean if you listen to those really cool records, I mean all the the muddy and howling and lightning and in the early Beatles and the early Stones, mm-hmm. man, they were just you could hear these guys really playing. Right. You know, these were real people really playing. I mean, Lightning Hopkins would do a thirteen and a half bar blues, you know? Wow. That was him. You know what I mean? Lightning changed chords when he wants to change. And it was just, and I love that because it was just you when you play those records you could hear these guys doing it and you know now with auto tune yeah uh pro tools and cut and paste and all that we 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 don't do that we just uh i I still enjoy the idea of playing hearing people play right and if there's like a little string noise on it so what you know that's real you know that goes with yeah yeah yes so my favorite records are those early stones and they're just and the early Beatles are just a little out of tune, just a little out of tune, you know, because they didn't have tuners. They'd have to tune to a piano or harmonica. But that's authentic. And, uh, oh, yeah, it's, that's the roots, you know. That's the, and so, yeah, to answer your question, it, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's but, but to me, it's just the foundation, you know, having a, having a good foundation in music and, and, um, Caring about what you do is, I think it's writing the songs for the right reason. You know, for me, mm-hmm. you know, I know there's guys in Nashville that they go in there and they write songs to get somebody to record them, and there's some really good songs like that. But to me, is I like the guys just kind of, you know, sitting around in their 
in, in writing just to, because, well, they got no choice. I'm going to write this song, mm-hmm. and I don't care what happens. I don't care if it ever gets recorded. I'm just going to try to really good, write a good song. So, yeah, it, 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 it's somewhere such a mystery, you know? It really is. That's all right. You have another question sent in from Rick B. Austin, Texas. He says, as a musician myself, finding my voice and style creation has been my challenge. Maybe the pressure of so much competition, I don't know. How did you find your style and voice? Oh, gosh. Uh, I, I started playing, doing records that I wanted to hear. You know, I mean, I wanted to, uh, um, like I say, having, fortunately, seen, you know, Manson, Freddie, and Lightning, and Guy Clark, and Townsend, and and I didn't want to, I knew I could never be them, but I, I wanted to aspire to write as close to their writing as I could or perform the best I could. And so somewhere in there, all of a sudden, I just went, well, yeah, that's me. You know, yeah. It's just uh, it felt really good learning to play guitar in my forties, finger picking, getting into that old dead thumb groove, and uh, I think you know it's like I say you just you do what feels right for you, you know. Hmm. And like I say, I was kind of kind of throwing that that uh, country. You know, I've never been a country Nashville guy. You know. I've always been kind of in Austin or Texas and kind of, I've never been, you know, mainstream country, even though I love a lot of country music, you know, I feel very fortunate to have seen Waylon and, and, and Ernest Tubb and Gary Stewart and these cats. And I love those guys, but I've never been in that uh, ball field, you know, I've just kind of been over here in the country blues. And, um, but it, 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 it's, it feels it's not just what I do, it's who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's authentic as it gets. Right, right. That's authentic. It's who I am. You know, you I walk on the stage, yeah, here's Ray Wally Hubbard. He's kinda of sloppy, but he <laughs> He can play. <laughs> he writes some yeah. But the yeah. boy can play. Just sit down, you'll like it. <laughs> so I, I wanna get out before I have time because honoring your legacy as a storyteller and it was recently I believe debuted, um, The Messenger. A songwriting yeah. legacy of Ray Wiley Hubbard, and there's also an album, The Messenger, a tribute to Ray Wiley Hubbard. Tell me about some of that, where we can get it. Well, I uh, I think it's A and M Press is the book, and I'm, I should have the website in front of me, but I don't. I'm so sorry. Brian Atkinson, a great great uh, writer, did the book, and then um, Jenny Finley put together the the tribute album. Which to have songwriters that I hold in such esteem to do uh, my songs. I, you know, it's pretty humbling and I'm very, very honored. And then the book, uh, I've read excerpts of it and to have guys like Rodney Crowd and Steve Earl and Hayes Carl and Eric Church talk about me. I mean, that's, it's, uh, I'm, I, I'm, should be. I'm pretty impressed with me. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. No, no, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm very honored and just, uh, you know, I've never really thought about stuff like that. I just kind of, well, I'm over here writing 
you know, these funky little tunes, but uh, <laughs> that, I'm sure that you can Google it. You know, do that yes. Google yeah. thing. Yeah, that Googleable Google, thing. Google, Google, <laughs> what is it? Googleable. Yeah, Googleable. <laughs> Googleable. Yeah. Googleable. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure you can find it. It's called The Messengers, the book, and then uh, the, the, the tribute record. And it, like I say, I'm deeply, deeply um, honored that they, they would they would do that. Well, you know, you're someone still walking on this earth, still making a difference, promoting songs that people can relate to, learn from. You also published a book in 2015 for anyone who would love to check it out. It's called A Life Well Lived. Well, now, you, now, 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 now Queen Silver, you got to do it with the punctuation. It's a life, a dot, life dot, 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 well, well dot, dot, well. dot. <laughs> right. So you you got to say it, a life. Well, well lived. lived. <laughs> <laughs> Punctuation is very important. All right. A lot. No, well it's, lived. Uh, <laughs> I think I did with Tom Jurek. I wrote, you know, the thing, but then Tom, my friend Tom, kept poking me with a stick to get it done and help me kind of organize it. And, you know, I talk about in there about growing up in Oklahoma and then moving to Dallas and getting in high school and getting into music and all that. But then I also kind of talk about uh, – uh, you know, getting clean and sober was, 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 you know, Stevie Ray kind of got me in that direction mm-hmm. and got in recovery. And then I also talk about, you know, at 40, I overcame that fear of embarrassment and said, you know, I took finger picking lessons. You know, at 42, I started taking guitar lessons, real guitar lessons. And I talk in there about writing and inspiration and craft and, and also purpose. You know, I think that the fellow there in Austin who was asking about finding his voice. Is, is finding the, the reason you're doing it. I think having a noble purpose, a, a good reason to contribute with these songs rather than just what you can get. Well, you know, I speak for me, that was very important to me. I was going to say, well, I got these songs, and we'll see what I can contribute rather than just like write these songs to, you know, get, make money. Does that make sense? Yeah. 100. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so that's kind of where our. It, and it, it it feels for me it feels better doing it like that. It's a great book. I'm waiting for my copy to come, and hopefully you can I'll, I'll, autograph yeah, I'll have my to book. Send it to you. I, I, I should have sent it to you before. In it now, I want to tell you this. Yes, uh, Queen. So there's there's some profanity in it, but that's when I'm <laughs> quoting Judy. That's all oh, right. Well, right. You know, you know what? All you can be is authentic. And person has to accept you and accept me for the how I am. So. You know how those people at the door can be when they're taking money. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. All, all the bad words are in quotation marks. Like <laughs> you need to be aware of that. Ask one quick she, question. She's that you know she can cuss any man. You know we've. Been in some restaurant one time. I think she dropped a glass and broke it, and all of a sudden she kind of said a few things. And some guy turned around and said, "Hey, ma'am, you want to hold it down? There's bikers and sailors in here, and you're embarrassing them." That's funny. That's so, funny. So that's that's my Judy. <laughs> I love it. Ray, I got one quick question. Have you ever? What would what would you be doing if you weren't a musician? Uh, I would probably be a school teacher. You know, uh, because like I say, my dad was a school teacher and a and a principal, and uh, and I really, you know, I've gone out and talked to high schools and colleges about songwriting, and so I would probably, do, I would think that, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, in, enjoy, I guess, sharing whatever knowledge I've got about things, you know, and so like I say, I've I've gone to. Uh, 
some college course, college, you know, at a English teacher asked me to come by and talk about writing and everything. So answer your question, I'd probably be a teacher. That's well, great. I would take Professor Hubbard's class. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd be a professor. You know. <laughs> Master you know. Hubbard, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, for anyone that is in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area, September 14th, you can see Ray Raleigh Hubbard right here. Is that the Regula? Regula? Regula. Regular theater in uh, Fort Worth, yeah. Texas. Yeah, we're going to be there, uh, and I can't wait to see a live performance because you can't wait to hear your own music. I think something like that you says <laughs> when you get well, up I there. Tell you, make sure you get touch with Judy. We'll put you know put you on the guest list and come on backstage and hang out. We usually uh, so yeah. So please do. It should be. A- oh, okay. oh, we'd love we to. We'd plan love to. to. We already plan to. I thank you for being on the show. I'm going to um, play. Tell the devil I'm getting there as fast as I can. Tell me about well, now, that song. Well, this this song here, it, it's kind of a, hopefully that's a, be taken metaphorically. You know, like I'm an old guy. Well, tell the devil I'm getting there as fast as I can, mm-hmm. rather than a prophecy. But it's, uh, it's a, a song I feel very fortunate that Eric Church and Lucinda Williams sing on the chorus on this. Ah. And this is, it's kind of a, 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 a rock and roll fable. It's kind of like pitching, you, you know, the... The young rock and roll guy that hey I'm do I got an old guitar and all this stuff and he falls in love with a woman who can outcuss any man and uh, you know it's just kind of a, um, a, a like I say a rock and roll fable of, uh, about being a musician songwriter and um, like I say I feel very fortunate to have Eric Church and Lucinda in it they sang it with me on it and uh, that's how. Like I say, with Judy, she says, I can write about it. I can mention guitars and amps and, and other bands, you know. And so that's how that song kind of came about. Well, before we go, is there anything that you'd like to add or any more upcoming performances you'd like to share? Well, uh, to, every Monday, Judy tells me where I am that week. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> they can oh, find please. out a lot of this on your webpage as well. So, 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 yeah. so how can you be followed yeah. on social media? Yeah, well, like I say, I do the, you know, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and I have a good time with that. And, uh, like I say, that, that, that y'all, the tour dates are usually on the, on the, on the website and everything. And I, and I don't really, oh, I, like I say, I'm just finishing up a new record that'll be out in, uh, probably early next year. Yay. We just finished it. Yay. And, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty wacky, too. It's, every <laughs> song is a different band. I just, I called up some friends of mine, like, I've, Cadillac Three, Pam Tillis, Peter Rowan. Um, That's Larkin real cool. Poe, Peterson Brothers, the Blue Bonnets. I actually have one track that has an eagle, a beetle, a crow, and a was on it. <laughs> Don was playing bass. That is cool. Chris Robinson singing on it. Ringo's <laughs> playing drums. Joe was playing guitar. So, and, and it, I'm, it's like I say, I'm very, you know honored that these cats would would do that i didn't have to use guilt or shame at all <laughs> just asked them and they said yeah well you're so a great it, guy a, so i'm yeah. pretty proud of it. got the peter are you familiar with the peterson brothers oh i am oh yeah they're man, my friends came Rich, in, like, down the track, Pitt, yeah and, and they're just love right. those guys and then uh kathy valentine of the mm-hmm. go-go's has an incredible group uh the blue bonnets are just monster Wow. Rock girls. Wow. So anyhow, yeah, that'll be out. So that's, uh, wow. we're just finishing that up. Well, and, I look uh, forward to sharing that year. out as well. Yes. Yep. Definitely. That's when we will get you back and, uh, we'll yeah, go well, and t- do it out. Well, I'll tell you, 
when I when I do that show up there in Fort Worth, make sure you come by, and then when the record comes out, I'll drive up to Arlington and uh, we'll uh, play some tracks on the air. And we'll, oh, that's and we'll do I'm that. We got somebody it. else. I'll discuss with you when yeah, we we'll, talk. It's we'll really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you that secret. No friend phone. of yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but right. you know what, Ray? I you you have honored me today. You've really made my Tuesday terrific. Oh. I thank you so much for taking the time. This is only part one, everyone. There's yet so much more to come. You can find more information on him, like you said, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Simply Google him because yes, he is Googleable. Google-able. <laughs> Googleable. Googleable. Yes, yes. Well, thank and that's, you so much. You're very welcome. We'll be in touch with you. Say hi to Judy. I, I look forward to meeting her as well as Lucas as well. Okay. Well, you guys take care. Thank you so much. Thank I really you. enjoyed it. Have hey, a good peace. Day. Have, Have a great day. Have a great day. All, All right. right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's listen to Tell the Devil. I'm getting there as fast as I can. And then we'll have our commercial break on, and we'll be back because it's still Got some more surprises for you. Richmond Punch is in studio with live performances that's going to mesmerize and make your Tuesday even more terrific. You're listening to The Queen Sylvie Show on Fishbowl Radio Network. Still she don't like red dirt bands 
beautiful melanated people, ladies and gents, sun kissed by God's lips. The Black Tea Sip is on Fishbowl Radio Network every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. This is Koi, and I'm still sipping power to pour the truth, and you can join me every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Let's share and examine the black life experience, and you can call in and we'll sip together every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. in the Gray Bowl. Stay black, stay powerful. I can't wait. On FishbowlRadioNetwork.com. Jump in. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Groovy Gary, and I'm just letting you know you made an awesome choice by tuning in to Fishbowl Radio Network on FBRN.us. Keep it locked right here. Fishbowl Radio Network, FBRN.us. Have you been struggling with losing weight? Has dieting and exercising produced little or no results? Are you looking for a different approach with a history of tremendous success that has helped thousands of people not only lose the weight they desire, but get healthy and feel great? Tammy Stewart, certified cellular detoxification specialist and certified health coach, will explain why you may be struggling to lose those unwanted pounds. She'll also explain why your blood test can show normal metabolic and thyroid numbers, yet you still have many of the symptoms of an underactive thyroid, such as weight gain, chronic fatigue, digestive issues, thinning hair, depression, 
trouble concentrating, and many more. You deserve a new approach to health that'll focus on getting your body healthy. Get real answers at our next free seminar. Contact Tammy Stewart at www.817thyroid.com for additional information and upcoming seminars. It's your girl, Jazzy Joe Lee, from that Web Chapel. And right now, you rocking with Fishbowl Radio Network. Brush my teeth and find my shoes She come down the street In a stolen Volkswagen She smiled and said She decided on a crimson Chinese dragon We all gone to bust loose One of these days We all got to stay loose Come 
And welcome back to the Queen Silver Show. Yes. That was a little bit more Ray Wiley Hubbard. I hope you enjoyed your conversation Loose. with him. Loose. What's the name of that? Before that, boy, well, that was a hot tune. Devil, that, devil, I'm getting there as fast as I, I can. That's right. I enjoyed my conversation. I am honored to have Ray Wiley Hubbard on the show. Stay tuned for part two. He will be in studio doing live performances very soon. And you can catch him if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area at... The Regular Theater. September 14th. You can log on to Facebook, Instagram, or his webpage, RayRaleigh.com. And if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, which basically that's right in the middle of the Dallas-Fort Worth area, get your tickets. He sells out quick. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. On this terrific Tuesday, the Queen Silver Show, Fishbowl Radio Network. Thank you all for tuning in. I love you all. And then I'm going to give a shout-out to some of those who have told me that I better give them a shout-out today. So oh, I got your back. Bumping. Yes, I do. Dawn Gatlin, Pam Anderson, Butch Clemens, shout out to you. you Brenda Ramirez Ortoro, shout out to you. We have BlackPearlDiamonds.com. Check them out. You got Cortez Wilson. He got something for you in store. Latanya Davis of Middle Speak Radio right here on Fishbowl Radio Network. Lori Dunham, Dunham Business Radio, again, right here on Fishbowl Radio Network. Britton Torrance all the way from Australia. Shout, shout out, out to you. Dr. Linda, down under. Dr. Linda Mubarak, shout out to you. Donna Ferry, Kath, uh, excuse me, Diana Kathleen, shout out to you all. And again, shout out to Brianna Shanika, Maya Fisher, who is now starting Hello. college. She is... Living on a dorm in college, whoop, whoop, buy a gun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't buy a gun. With Don't the craziness <laughs> never cease. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Pat Wilhelm, Bowling Green, Ohio, shout out to you and to Kane Patinio. I know you're listening, Kane Patinio, so give a girl a call on the Queen Sylvie Show. Shout out to you all. We're enjoying ourselves. We are currently going Facebook Live under Sylvie Stark, so check out my next guest. He's sitting here brilliantly. Look at him. He's going to perform live. For you today, that's Richmond Punch, and you're more than welcome to call in and ask him a question. Uh, give a shout out or holler at a girl. The number to do it on because the phone lines are now back open is 214 556 6239. If you have any questions or comments, send them in and pop them in under Sylvie Stark's Facebook Live. You're more than welcome to also email message me or email me, excuse me, at queensylviacomic.com. We're taking anything you have to say on this terrific Tuesday, but I'm going to get things started with my conversation with Mr. Richmond Punch, and I want to welcome you to the Queen Silver Show. Thank you so much. Violinist extraordinaire who delivers a dynamic and powerful performance. He's the owner of Richmond Punch Productions, artistic director of the Dallas Uptown Youth Orchestra, known worldwide, and here from Dallas, Texas, I introduce to you Richmond Punch. Yes. You like that? Yes. How, tr how true is that? But it's all so very, very true. And I'm glad to have you here in studio. You were currently, you were on the show last, or supposed to have been, that is, on May 22nd, 2018. Anyone that want to hear that music, because we, we played and represented some great music that day. I know you were teaching yes, on that day. Yes, I was. A, probably a full-time teacher. Yeah, at, that, at that time and couldn't, but that is on there. You can log on to www.queensylviecomedy.com. Click on the radio link. Go down to May twenty-second, two 2018. You'll see his picture. Simply touch it, and it'll take you right to that archive with Richmond Punch on the Queen Sylvie Show. Now, I want to say hats off to you, though, uh, first and foremost, because you do mentor youth. Our youth is our future. 
Yes, that's right. And you mentor our youth. How do you teach them to be goal-orientated? Sure. Uh, well, like I was telling you guys before the show today, one of the things was uh, we listened to a song, and I said, well, that song was on Ellen. And the so- uh, I, I give the youth what they grow up with. Today's youth didn't grow up with, you know, Ray Hubbard. They didn't necessarily grow up with Richmond Punch. They grew up with the violinist on Ellen that played yes. on the street or yes. played a hip-hop song. This is the Spider-Man song, for instance. Yes. And so I show my kids. I have a one family of three kids, three Indian kids is an, from India and from America. All and right. I teach the violin, all three of them. I say, you know, you guys could get out there and have three times the – the street busking, the the money, oh, the yes. experience, oh yeah, just by combining it as a family. And I got the oldest one. I showed him that Ellen. He took it and ran. So he's he's like, we're going to be on Ellen too. That's so. right. That's how you're supposed to do it. And you're right. Busking, busting, busking, busking is a lot of money in that. We had. Yes. Do you know Miguel Montalban? He no. is Miguel uh, Montalban. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. He's a fantastic artist that blew up from busking over in United Europe. Kingdom. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. So it's something not well, uh, uh, Rod, Rod Stewart. Stewart. probably one of the most famous oh, buskers wow. you'll ever come across. Okay. Yeah. So it, with the students, I'm sorry, what is it that you do? Oh, sure. Those and particular where? cases, those are private lessons. All three of those students are playing the violin. I also teach cello and uh, viola. Viola was actually my college major, you know, sits musically in between violin and cello. And I have taught the double bass to Erica Badu's, Badu's son, Seven. Oh, really? Uh, some years ago. Very good. Um, you have a question that was just sent in from Cora C. from Waco, Texas. Do you offer, uh, do you offer any uh, online classes for youth or oh, adults? Wow. A lot of people talk about the online classes and getting into that. That's something that I need to do. Oh, because I know it's a whole entire. You can do that from home. Business and yes, you know, and sit right make at home. Make that money right that. from home. I okay. need to do that. Cora, thank see, you, Cora. For yeah, that. keep me posted if you do. We'll gladly put that po- and post that out there. But now you first picked up the violin at an early age. You were like five. Yeah, that's right. What was, was it about the violin? I was five years old. I thank God for Dallas schools. Uh, my mother was trying to have me have a good education. My mother was a single mother, mm-hmm. um, and she just wanted the best for me. I came from South Dallas, from where it was some of the means, you know, were not so easy. Uh, the experience of something like violin, you know. Right. But um, the orchestra, they just sat us down in a concert, concert, and the way they explained it or showed it to us is, if you like the sound of this, you can play this. <laughs> I like that. it was that. like there was piano. Uh, I like that. And, violin viola cello bass they had all of it and they were doing it at a high level so the concert was like <laughs> kind of like seeing the dallas symphony or the dallas junior symphony blew you and away i was like i want that one <laughs> right well see you took heed to that some mm-hmm. some kids don't they it mm-hmm. just goes right through them right past oh, yeah. them right over their head but you really did mm-hmm. and came a long way i mean you went to juilliard Juilliard, right? Yes, that's T- right. Tell Juilliard me about some of your, your education and training that you have. Oh, sure. The Juilliard School in New York City was my undergraduate, world-class, very prestigious school to get into. Uh, Booker T. Arts Magnet paved the way for me to go there with my artistic experiences there. The Dow Symphony were my teachers. Wow. Um, it just, it, things just came together. I practiced. I learned how to practice. Wow. Uh, a lot of people don't know how to practice and actually put that kind of amount of time into it uh and uh and it just it took me places 
Uh, first, it took me to Michigan and to Colorado and even to UT Austin before college. Wow. Man, I even went to France, England, and Scotland. <laughs> Look how he said it's it like, like that was across the street. Yeah. I went to even England and France and Scotland. <laughs> I'm like, but wow, that's pretty freaking and that good. Was some of the experiences that I had. So it was, it was just like the, the way was paved. I had to. Continue it and accept it and <laughs> continue to practice. Well, just like Ray Wally Hubbard, I'm here to say you are also Googleable. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, Googleable. Yes. You, you know you've made it when you become Googleable. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I like messing that word up too. That is right. But now, you know, when it comes to playing the violin, um, Richmond, um, holding it in between your shoulders and your chin, mm-hmm. I think that, that takes like, a special kind of muscle. Does it take uh, a special kind of chin muscle? Because if you started at five years old, did you ever get like the cricks in your neck? And uh, what, what did you go through when it came to the, just the training and learning on okay. playing those well, instruments? Video lesson number one right here, little mini <laughs> lesson. Uh, the vi- when playing the violin, you do not tilt your head. Oh, there it is. That You do not tilt your head uh, the way that the violin actually sits. It'll sit at a tilt. Ah. Uh, it should sit at a tilt. Your head should not. Ah. Your head should remain straight uh, as the tilt comes to you, meeting you between your shoulder and your neck. Aha. Uh-huh. And which a lot of people don't know that. They're, right. They're I didn't know that. Or they, they chant, they're, they're here, right here. <laughs> right. I When I do this, or if I'm in a classroom, I say, woo, 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 time to call 911. Right. <laughs> it's not going to work. Right. Well. Uh, they'll put it way over here. They'll say, my shoulder, it's way over there. No, it comes from your neck, and it goes all the way over there. Right. So let's go where the two things meet. Right. Come here. And Boom. is that yeah. that's comfortable? Mm-hmm. And also, people don't know, you can bring your shoulder to you. Inward. There it is. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Therefore, anybody could at least hold the thing. Well, see, now that was important to, to learn because mm-hmm. I don't. You know, sometimes when you watch someone playing the violin, they're moving around. They're just, you know, so I just assume. You can log on to make your contributions for that. Well, I'm okay. <laughs> at, at BRN.US, the Queen Sylvie Show. So when it comes to the violin also, you can do that. Alrighty, <laughs> but But when it comes to the violin also, is that like loud in the ear? Versus what we are hearing it, and then tell tell me about that. Yeah, oh, sure. Well, obviously you're hearing some sound in your ear. That sound, it, it's funny that what they say in practicing that really works ultimately in practicing is to practice quiet. So, lucky with violin, it's not necessarily as loud as trumpets, different instruments. But you practice quiet, you're gonna your ear's gonna adjust to all that. Then by the time oh. you start making strong sounds, you know. You know, doing that, it'll be uh, it'll be right where your ear needs it to be. You know? Okay, you have Sally L. Salt Lake City, Utah. The longest time you perform straight, oh, like wow. just continuously. Uh, I I do. Uh, I pat myself on the back for being able to, by God's grace, perform <laughs> for a, a long period of time. I would say four, five hours no way and because those are those are those are paid things wow like, I'm pretty sure yeah that's that motivation day. right you know but let's back up street performing we were talking i'm pretty sure i played on the street longer <laughs> because when the tips coming in right you're not gonna that's stop. motivation 
right? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I had some seven hour days in in New York. That City. is amazing. Mm -hmm. But you came up like dragging that money bag, then you was like, "Ooh, this is heavy. <laughs> this is like." You have to make some of it disappear. See how that money? Yeah, the money. Made oh yeah, to get yeah, yeah, money. yeah, yeah. To make them keep Put, putting keep in. some out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, a, yeah. There's an art to it. Oh yeah, I bet you there is, and that's all right. You got it down tat. What 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 song do you want to perform first? Uh, let's go with. The I want to say I sent. Let's go with the. The devil went down to Georgia. Okay, if so we can find that is that lined up? And I it see may say Charlie on. Daniels on it, of course, who wrote the song. The, the everything devil, and it would be you a backing, do is a, a hit. Track. Okay, so is that line open over there? I see someone is on the line, and thank you all for for sending in questions and calling in. Oh, okay. Welcome to the Queen Silver Show. Hello. State your name and where you're calling from. This is Superstar King Patino, all the way from Holland, Ohio. How are you doing today, my queen? <laughs> Kate, I am supercalifragilistic. Ixbialidosis, 365 <laughs> days a year, 366 days a week, dear. Yes, I am. Kane, I gave you a shout-out today. Did you ever hear it? Uh, actually, um, <clears throat> well, thank you for giving me that shout-out. I was actually uh, busy with my uh, shirt house coordinators, my staff members and stuff. Oh. But thank you for shout thank you for shouting me out. So. Well thank you for taking the time and calling in on the show. I'm I'm having a conversation with Richmond Punch. He's a violinist extraordinaire right here in studio. This Hello. From Ohio. What was your name was? <laughs> K was it? Mm mm. How do you say it? Kane. Kane. K A Y N E. Got what can it. I do for awesome. you today, Kane? Well, I just wanted to first of all um, which been punched. You actually have the song called Superman, correct? Ah, yeah, that's remember. right. You was looking at that, listening to that archive, huh? Yes, I was, and ah. I, I love that song. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> that's right. That's all right. And I wanted to give a shout out to you, Queen Sylvia Spoutin, and let you know that your show is absolutely fabulous. So <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, Kane. It means a lot to me. You are exceptional as well. And I'm sure Richmond Punch is sitting here going, Kane, Kane Patinio. Tell, tell him, if you will, who is Kane Patinio? <clears throat> Superstar Kane Patinio is actually a former guest on the Queen Sylvia show. Awesome. And I am... Yeah, and I'm actually a Christian rapper. That is Ooh, correct. Okay, okay. Has a YouTube page going out, and his dream is to come down to Texas to make his first uh, CD. Kane, where can we uh, catch the videos on YouTube, Barner? What's your channel? Kane, K-A-Y-N-E, the Christian rapper. All right. And awesome. so, so is there anything else you can do before we get this live performance going? Well, I just want to tell you, Richard Punch, keep up the amazing work, man, because like, I, I, I love that your song, Finally, and... Um, wow, Super, uh, you know, Superman. Finally, too. That awesome. is amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much. Superman, uh, I love that song because I, I want, it was my first attempt to try to work lyrics into what I've been doing with the violin. I hope you love the motivation in it, and I'm sure you can relate as a, as a Christian rapper um, mm -hmm. to the, the... That was definitely the angle I was going with, with the the song and the message. Great. Well, that's definitely amazing. It's totally amazing work. And you as well, Queen Sylvia and Smooth Tim. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Kane. Thanks for get, getting in and calling in. I appreciate that. You continue and have a good day. I appreciate it. You as well, Queen Sylvia. Right. You as well. Thank you. No problem. All right. 
So we have another question that was sent in for you. Rico M. from Dallas, Texas. Can you play the guitar or other instruments? Very cool question, Rico. I'm so glad to say that now when people ask me that, I have way more instruments than I, than I used to. You do. Um, I don't know. Can I turn it on and play two notes or yeah, something for it? Yeah. Okay. Because it's sort of easy to show you than to just tell you I can do it. Okay. Um, so I use a, a pedal system by, made by Boss. And uh, let's see, this thing should be there. Wow. He'll turn it up once and let's see. Okay. I like that. So, that's one of the first uh, examples of what I've been trying to do with guitars. So I do tackle that's other cool. instruments. <laughs> and in becoming a utility player, I've really explored that. That's just one. I do have many other sounds. I'll just give you one other one. This one takes you to the islands. Um, I'm not playing island songs today, so I'll play the sound for you. Okay. Um. Supposed to be. Don't That's worry. Be happy. That's cute. I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that. You bringing the questions in, Bradley, P. Arlington, Texas. Can you sing and play at the same time? Boy, they're testing you. <laughs> can you? What is? Can you okay, sing and play at the same time? Jeez. I can actually. A lot of people don't know. I I do like to sing, but the only thing I really like to sing that I would put out there really live is uh is jazz, old jazz. Yeah. So let me try that. Unforgettable in every way. Unforgettable, that's how I stay. <laughs> anyway, we're <laughs> Clapping down there that we but I'm not going to record like that because that's bonkers. <laughs> he said that's bonkers. Are we ready? You ready for that performance? Absolutely. We got All right. It. What yeah. we oh, got cool. going on? We, we got which one is it? Is it that one? Charlie Daniels. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Thank you for giving ready. me that warm up too. Whoever just <laughs> that was great. Oh. All right. We got a live performance coming right now for Mr. Richmond Punch. You're in for a treat right here on the Queen Sylvie Show.
Oh wow. Um Well one is that to never to never quit. I think that's one of the first things is because uh, you, you always try to expand and do different things, make it you wanna reach the new audience, you wanna reach the new generation. Uh you wanna be able to collaborate and work with all kinds of people like like I'm still trying to in my current days collaborate with our some of our local greats like uh Eric Badu, Frank Fred Hammond, Kirk Franklin, like those people and so I just I just always tell people just never stop. That's like right. the the moment you stop or slow down is like the the moment you uh you just your your pace is not on on par with your dreams. Ooh. Right. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> and tongue twister. Yeah, your pace is not on par with your dreams. The moment you slow down, you become less Googleable. Oh, uh, like a bit of that. philosophy. Yes, I uh, do. No, but, but true fact, I do uh, uh, search my name every thirty days or do less. Do you really? Mm-hmm. That's a every good time thing. that there is an event. I look to see if it corresponds. If I can find some kind of mentioning, keep it of up it. with and your brand. My name your is, brand goes with it, and and I do a lesson every thirty days. I. Absolutely. I don't know what you're doing with shaking your head, but William C. Arlington, Texas says, can I have that hat? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can I have that hat? <laughs> you can't, I, you can't. but if, maybe if you get in touch with me, I could give you my old one. I've been trying to get rid of it. I beat it up. That's crazy. That is crazy. You obviously love what it is that you're doing. I mean, you know, there there is a lot in the industry that's out here trying to make it no less than anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, you've done a lot of cruises. You've done this Disney cruise. Mm-hmm. How many times have you done that? Yes. As a matter of fact, uh, when I was supposed to be on your show in May, that's about the time I headed out for my first ever cruise in my really? life. Really? And it was work. I, I tell you, this really some experience and you know I, I hope to be like a soon a future author because I, uh, I do want to write a book All but right. let me tell you that's an experience <laughs> Mickey Mouse or the cruise <laughs> the boats going you know the French uh, captain is telling you how many knots we are going per hour right. and we're doing this every day and it's just and you know it, you start with that finding balance and not throwing up and stuff and then you come to dreamland and you're in Puerto Rico and everywhere so it was now you didn't have to share a, a like a dressing room with goofy or <laughs> <laughs> man I, uh let's see dressing room wise probably no <laughs> i had my own compact cruise quarters oh so you were hooked up yeah but i i did uh i see i lived down the the way for, probably from goofy okay. cabin wise <laughs> and next to me was one of the princesses Oh, oh that's it. she lived next. You're to not the same. dropping names, though. No, I don't no, know no, their no, real okay. name. Is. Okay. And it's okay. against Disney code to say their their, what you do their again? real name. <laughs> but do you, do you still communicate you and the princess? Oh hey, no, okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm joking. No, I'm wait. joking. Actually, um, you know, I'm married, and um, although actually, the only reason you one of the reasons you will not see me on the cruise now is because it's far away from family. Right, and that's so, so important. Yeah, we six. discussed that earlier with you know Ray. With Ray, it, yeah, family uh, yeah. is number one, and yeah. if you don't have that foundation, so you wouldn't it. do it again. Uh, you know, I would maybe for a shorter stint because they they have these elevated cruise positions where they make you solo headliner, like the attraction. Now, I, I'm not going to turn down an attraction. If right. they make you first attract, that means the money's elevated. Yeah. Um, but but say everybody think calling or think about calling. Just know that you have two people that. 
<laughs> to go on the gig. <laughs> right. How long were you no. out there on the water? Uh, that first time was like 90, close to 90 days. Wow. Close, close to it. Oh, you know? my goodness. I, I don't know if I could do that water thing like that. Mm. But did you feel it motion? Yes, uh, you know, but they teach you, you know, stay high in the boat or in, in the middle, towards the middle. But, yeah, you can feel it. Yeah. They, you know, we got all that training and all that stuff, how to know where all the boats are, how to save people, other people and ourselves. Wow. And, yeah. That was, was an a experience, lot. but a fun one, I'm sure. Now, how often mm-hmm. do you ask to perform a day when you're into a, not a headliner, but out of the oh, 90 yeah. in your, days? In, in, into your normal routine. What? Oh, normal gigs? Um, per so, day on a cruise. So you say on land? Yeah. yeah. No, while you was no, on the on, cruise. For the 90 oh, days, for the how 90 many days. of it was performing? Oh, so the cool part is in the position that I had as a musician, they put you, classify you on a level of an officer, which meant that mm-hmm. I would be able to step off the boat ah. in every port. port. You oh, got cool. the tour. Yes. Yeah. And I got cool. the experience and, and go see. So that, on that officer classification, like. That was a heck uh, of a good vacation. Yes. Man. It's an amazing <laughs> vacation. Uh, you know, going to Disney. I think I still have Disney World tickets. You know that I, uh, some I need to go back and see more. Um, just a great experience. But playing wise, uh, I think I played two hour, two three hour, three hours max requirement per per day, five days a week. That's, That's nothing. That's not bad. That's, That's fun. not a three four. Yeah. That's a piece of cake. Wow, that was a great trip and experience right there. But now you, like you said, you've been everywhere. Where is it that you want to go and perform that you haven't yet? Well, you know, um, the France, England, Scotland, I didn't mention that earlier. I was not really an adult when I went to those countries. So so Europe, uh, the gentleman from Australia, all you guys, I really need you guys. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm just talking to an event planner in the U.K., He's like, awesome. so when are you coming? And I'm like, well, I added you so we can talk and I can come have your food and you can get the spittle. Right. So, so <laughs> we can figure that out. And I'll be there. Hold that up again to the yeah. camera, if you will, oh. because I think that's very unique. What, what is that called? Oh, sure. Uh, it's very life changing for me. This is made by Yamaha. It's a, I play a Yamaha and it's a five string. Uh, is that a violin? It is a violin. Look at how they've changed from the, back yeah, in the day. They really changed the uh, thought of more aerodynamic about it, thought more cool and probably, right. you know, and just yeah. and, uh, got to a lot of technology. I can do. What do they do, the resonation then? Where is it resonating? The resonance? Yeah. So the bridge is still the same. It still has the same function of uh, holding the sound within the thing, the bridge between the string and the. The thing. So what they're the doing is picking it up off of the ah, of the bridge. Yes. Mm-hmm. This sort of electronic or electro natural mm-hmm. sampling of the sound from the from the bridge. Mm. So it's bridge you, technology instead of bri- yeah. like it used to be with what wood and how is that is made mm-hmm. had a lot to do with the sound. Yeah, the wood. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the regular violin, it's still the wood. Uh, you know, I play that. I love that. The wood is. 100% authentic. You can't take away from it. But this is really cool in terms of I can do a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many do you own uh, instruments? Uh, oh. Do you own? oh, I have a bunch of violins. Actually, a couple of months ago, don't call me for this, but <laughs> I loaned somebody a violin just because they said, I'm thinking about getting back into it. Uh, a friend called up a favor. I loaned a violin out. Uh, I got the violin back, which is great. <laughs> but yeah, I have a lot of them. 
Uh, I thought you were trying to tell me I got it back, but it's like missing four no, strings. No, 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 no. Uh, okay. Luckily, I, okay. I, I haggled, you know, okay. to, to make sure I got it back in so, one piece. So teach you know. me because I'm curious. You're holding it and it's kind of like a guitar sort of. How mm-hmm. many, is all violins have the same number of strings? And How many tuning? strings oh, do you have? Except I have five. This On this five, I've got the viola and the violin combined. Ah. That's another neat thing of that technology piece. Uh-huh. They're like, well, if people are exploring a lot of things with electronics, let's put some more strings on there. And they they made it so I've got a the E, the A, the D, and G. Those four are violin, you know, a normal violin. And then the fifth C is a viola, mm. viola string. Very the, good. The viola would have been starting from the bottom, and it would have stopped right before that top string. Okay. But now the violin goes the other way forward and then stops before the bottom. So, so anything you, you're missing from a guitar is a B string. Yeah, that's yeah. It. I'm that's missing it. some of the strings that are on. Yeah. yeah like that. The B, that's it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So so you teach this to the youth? I do. Is I it tell- easier for the youth than the adults when it comes to learning to play? Oh, no, not necessarily. I got a kid right now that, uh, that I teach the first lesson. I, I teach him tomorrow. The first lesson he says... I want to learn EXO Tour Life. And he want to learn all these hip-hop songs. Oh, no, on the first lesson. Right. And this kid's like, a, he's like a little bit older, you know, close to the end of high school. And uh, and I have another one like that. And they're, you know, I, I, I say you can do it at any age. And I have taught all ages. I have a cellist right now. She just auditioned for a symphony. Wow. And she got in and, and I taught her and trained her in Beethoven and Fifth Symphony and all that. <laughs> That's thing's pretty cool. You know that, and she did her audition. And, That's great. And I helped her with the cello skills. That is so great. Show some of your CDs. What's the latest, oh, sure. and how can we 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 purchase these CDs that you have? Yes, sure. Thank you so to much. That one there to that camera. Oh there. yeah. So right here are three CDs. Uh, you don't get these, by the way. Queen Sylvie and Tim. <laughs> Smooth Tim right. get, I can't wait. These. And we will continue to play your music as well. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There so we go. On the, on this side is the back that violin up, the newest one. There's a gospel there, and then he has it in his hand. Uh, this one, finally, right here. So the back that violin up with the top hat is from this year in January. Uh, right. Finally, it was from 2017, and the gospel precedes that. And Kane Patinio Smooth was on, on, on just uh, minutes ago, and he quoted. He's like, oh, I love your song, Superman. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, he knows. Kane Patinio is a fan of the Queen Silver show as well, mm-hmm. and he does know every show. So shout out again to you, Kane Patinio. Well, at least you gained two fans today from him. <laughs> hey, that works. You got, I think Kane, some of you got Ray Wiley. Kane, so, hey. Ray, yep. <laughs> Somebody was on there earlier from Australia and all that. There so, you know. know, you've been doing this for how long now? Oh, wow. 30, 30, over 30, over 30 years playing. Well, that is so awesome. <clears throat> I mean, awesome. What's the newest goals that you have for yourself and your music? Oh, I, I've recorded new gospel music All that right. I still have not put out. Uh, I sit, uh, I'm going to make sure I send some to you guys. Please it's do. my first use of the organ, of the these electronics I have. So <laughs> I, you know how you would go to church, you would hear an organ and a singer. I was like, I want that concept. So it is a violin and a solo line, but I played the organ myself. Wow. And on the violin. All back. right, Prince. Like a you pipe organ a type or more of a... I have Hammond B3 and pipe. 
Oh, so oh, traditional and pipe. Mm-hmm. I tried oh, to break cool. out into the Hammond B three in the in the Georgia. Devil went down to Georgia for a little, little, little bit. I tried to do it. Yeah. How cool is that? That's so the first thing I was ever taught on. Mom had a little Hammond. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm so fascinated by that. This is a sound. You that's know, how, that's, how, that's how I learned to play. Yeah. So, will you have like a music studio at home? Yeah. Um. I mean, I teach kids. I. I don't. Oh, that's interesting that you just said studio. So uh, I'm, I'm in the process of with myself. There's a guy I work with. He's he's great, and I do want to mention him because he helps me with a lot of the work. Okay, is uh, Aristotle Abraham. He also uh, does. Um, yeah, shout out A Stop Productions. Uh, well, with him the other day because I'm gonna also put out a hip hop EP. Oh. I made my first beat. <laughs> Go uh, ahead. Like uh, in in part. In part, <laughs> I didn't do the entire thing, but the I I couldn't believe it myself, and I can't even share it with anybody yet because I had to, you know, make sure protect right. it. And it's all too that secret, stuff. right? But you're on. I'm something. sitting at a piano, my hands are shaking, and I'm literally, you know, a, in hip hop, you know, ding ding, you know, and you know how fast it can get, and so that's what I did. That's I was right. nervous. You're as multi-talented. Give yourself a, like you said, a pat on your back. We're going to do the, the, the second song, but before we oh, do, yeah. um, I want to ask you, is there anything that you want to add or do you have any upcoming performances or events that you want to share? Sure. Yes. Um, let's see if I have this memorized. Um, so upcoming, I have, I'm going to be playing a, uh, it fights against racial inequality. It's an event in Austin. It's called measure. It's a free event on October third okay you can see that one on my my website um i'm in i'm finalizing san francisco it's going to be women's realtors i'm in san francisco coming up um atlanta i'm playing for big brothers big sisters um on the first the one after labor day that weekend uh big brothers and sisters celebrating 25 years in atlanta and uh i'm available everywhere Oh, the last one I just got a call for is uh, I've been wanting to go for so long is to come back to is is VA VA the DMV. Yes, yes. Yes, yeah, so I'll yes. be in Williamsburg, Virginia. You are blessing mm-hmm. so many people with your music and your style. But you know what I think is no matter what musical genre uh, you may decide to venture into, you should have you have got so much training behind you. Mm that you have a basic understanding of how the music is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. But what really took me today was one, I made that comment, Ray made a comment about Lightning Hopkins, if anybody's never heard of him, look him up. Mm-hmm. He'll play 13 and a half bar blues. That's mm-hmm. because that's what he felt like doing. Wow, yeah. So, that's... I mean, you know what? Do your thing. Thank you. And yeah, if you're gonna, I want to get into a little bit of 160 beat per minute hip hop stuff. We'll do yeah. it. Do it. Yeah, like I said, uh, Richmond Punch is Googleable, but not only that, I'll start it and then you you finish listing some. Okay. But you 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 have had the honor to entertain Viola Davis, Danny Glover, Morris Chestnut, Kurt Franklin. Continue, if you will. Oh Give sure, uh, Emmett Smith. Um, the uh, Danny Glover, um, and just recently, while Big Three was here in Dallas, uh, when G- I was talking to Gary Payton, a former wow. ring winner, 
uh, NBA ring, uh, NBA finals, L Lakers, you know him from Supersonics. So he asked me to play one song while I was <laughs> hanging out at the W Hotel, right across the street from the Big Three. I guess his team had just won, I believe. He's just hanging out. And he says, play one song. That song led to four, maybe four hours. Wow. It also led to Dr. J, uh, Bibby, Mike Bibby, who came through <laughs> briefly on his way to the mall. Uh, wow. Charles Oakley. Wow. And a bunch of like other. Isn't that great, though? I mean, you know you're bad, right? You know oh, that no. you're bad and you got it going on. Tell me, where where, where can they follow you? How can you be oh, sure. contacted uh, on social media? Mm -hmm. So my social name is like Violin Richmond. Violin Richmond is my social name for Instagram and Twitter. And website, richmondpunch.net. I love that. I'm going to go out with you jamming on it for me because yeah. I want everyone to know that um, if you are a talent out there and you would love to be on the show, we'd love to have you. Hit me up at queensylviacomic.com. You can also follow me on my webpage, www.queensylviacomedy.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram under Sylvie Starks, Queen Sylvie. And you can follow me, Tim McGiffin, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, all those social media sites. And again, as the Queen mentioned, if you'd like mm -hmm. to be a guest on our show, drop us a line, queensylvia at comic.com. Thank you all for sending in your shout-outs. I hope I honored you well. Thank you all for who sent questions in. If there's any more, I will gladly transfer and send them to our guest here. I thank you for tuning in on this terrific Tuesday. Another great lineup next week. Mr. Richmond Punch, follow this guy. He does weddings. You do um, you do all types of events, and he is here for you. What is the song? What what song we have? Oh yeah, so it's Old Town Road. It's uh, um, so this is going to be my first performance with this track from my single release of Old Town Road, which of course now you know is a, <laughs> that a record breaking song by a guy that I heard he put the song on an app called TikTok. <laughs> That's old what's up. Old country. country. Yes. Old it would be the most recent. Old Town Road. I'm sorry. I'm not seeing Old Town Road. It may, wait. Okay. It was it old, say, old Country. Oh, you old, old, live? Yeah, we're going to get this here together here. But I want to thank my guests. I really am honored and thankful to have Ray Wally Hubbard on the show for our part one, that is. Stay tuned for part two where Mr. Ray Wally Hubbard will be here live in studio with live performances. And we have a surprise guest that will be coming in on that day when he returns us here. We're going to get this live performance on with Mr. Richmond Putch. Follow him on Facebook, Instagram. Just Google him, all of the guests. Are my favorite tongue twister, Google Google. <laughs> yeah. This is Queen Sylvie. You're listening to the Queen Sylvie Show as I present to you Mr. Richmond Punch. Is that it? Okay. Let's try it out. That's the actual recording. All right. No. Yeah, I'll play with it. 